You're listening to the Awesome Podcast Network. The Awesome Podcast Network presents The Republic City Report, a Legend of Korra podcast. I'm your producer, Jesse Sedgley. Put your hands together for your host, Republic City correspondent, Tim Bridgewater Bender. Hello guys, welcome to episode 15 of Republic City Report, Legend of Core podcast. I am your host, Tim Bridgewater Bender. First thing I want to say here is that you're probably really confused. Uh, so I'm going to explain this the shortest and the best way that I can. Um, this is, of course, the final episode of uh, Legend of Korra. Uh, for my YouTube subs- subscribers, you probably don't know that I actually do a podcast called Republic City Report. Uh, where I talk about the Legend of Korra. And for my podcast listeners, you probably don't know that I have a YouTube channel, even though I do mention them both uh, occasionally on one and the other. Uh, So what I decided to do, since this is the final episode of the season, and I'm taking so long to make a new episode, is I decided to just make a video to kind of say thank you, as well as try something a little bit different for this final episode. So, I mean, don't don't expect too many exciting things here because I'm just literally going to be sitting on the couch watching the episode as it airs because I did not want to leave anything out. I figured this is the final episode. Sometimes I'm kind of struggling to remember things. So now I'm just going to go ahead and watch it and talk about it as it airs. I may pause it every now and then to elaborate on some things. But this is just kind of a little thank you. So if you're listening to the podcast, go over to YouTube.com slash timdog326 that's t-i-m-d-o-g 326 on youtube to see this video and if you're watching this on youtube and you want to listen to the podcast in your car look up republic city report on itunes as well as stitcher.com you can get them both there now with that being said let's get on with it of course these final two episodes of legend of core were split uh and to half so if you didn't get a chance to listen to the previous episode make sure you go back and check that out i talked about that episode and now we've reached it the finale finally the end chapter 14 light in the dark uh a lot of things have been building up to this point go back listen to the previous episodes if you want to hear a lot of my theories and concerns and things like that but it all leads here uh and now it's just action most of you have already seen this because obviously they they actually put these two out these last two episodes online a week before they aired on television um so but i decided not to watch those because i like watching it on my tv my dvr and hd and everything like that so i didn't want to watch it online so i waited and then i recorded part one of the final two episodes now i'm recording part two of the final two episodes i'm sorry it's taking me so long i've been extremely busy but here it is. And thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for writing in. I want to take this moment to remind everyone that this is sort of a fee- fan feedback sort of a podcast. So uh, I very much welcome your emails and your comments and everything like that. Uh, your theories on season three and what do you think is going to happen there? Please either leave me a comment here or send me an email at republiccityreport at gmail.com and I will reply and read your email on the air. Now, with that being said, I do actually have an email. For this episode, I'm going to read a little bit later from Thomas. Thomas, thanks a lot for sending in that email. Uh, Thanks a lot for liking the Facebook page. 
There is a Facebook page also for this podcast, facebook.com slash Republic City Report. So you can go on over there and give it a like and we'll talk about some things and everything like that. So enough of that. Let's get on with the episode. Very beautiful episode. Uh, I, I must mention the fact that I did get a new TV in the past week. Uh, 50 inches 3D. Uh, Legend of Coral looks fantastic on this television. Um, I, I fell into the Black Friday abyss and, and I, I fell for that. So I ended up getting a new TV. Okay. Now, one thing that I did mention on the previous episode, I don't think, is that at the very end of it, Vatu slash Unalak turned into a huge spirit demon, right? Uh, immediately when I saw that, I remember thinking to myself, well, that's no fair. Why can't Korra do that? You know, but that's going to happen later on. And if you remember correctly from the last Airbender series, there was a few, only one I can think of right now, but there was a point where Aang actually did turn into a huge spirit like creature. I believe it was at the end of book one, uh, Water, which I'm sorry, was book one Water? I'm a little confused right now, but it was the one where they went to the, the he was at the Southern Water Temple and he did turn into this huge water creature. So I thought that was cool. Right here, how disrespectful can you be? Vatu just tore down Aang's <laughs> statue. Uh, but a nice transition there in the Korra. But there's a lot of, you know, symbolism there as Vatu basically tears down the symbol of Republic City, Aang, you know, the last avatar. You know, it, it's, it's just destroying more than just that statue in that in that moment there. There's, a, there's an idea that's being removed. Um, we're at the point now to where they're putting Bolin, Mako and Kor in the spirit water and Kaya is doing her spirit thing. I have to say it's pretty convenient that there was a nice there was a pool of spirit water right there. But hey, what can you do? Um, and the spirit water thing was never something much that they addressed in in Airbender. Uh, of course, Katara had the abilities to heal using water, but, uh, you know, it's a nice little fail safe. Once again, the moment Korra's talking about the moment where Vatu ripped Rava out of her body, which go back to listen to the last episode to hear my detailed opinion on that. But I thought it was very well animated and it was actually sort of creepy looking. <laughs> but. Right now, at this point, we're being led to believe that Korra is, in fact, going to be the last avatar because, well, uh. Her past connections to the previous, her connections to the past avatars has been theoretically destroyed at this point by Vatu. Now, we all know that that's not going to stay that the case, right? I mean, we're not going to have a, a, a series with no avatar. Uh, we finally, and one thing I like about this episode is that they finally, they took it out of the spirit world and went back to Republic City. Now, it is kind of weird that he would choose Republic City to go to, I guess, out of all the places to go. But... At this point, I guess Republic City is sort of the center of the world. And it's almost like going to Washington, D.C. You know, you're going to attack the symbol of the world, basically, or the symbol of the country. But what I love about this is we get some more Lin Beifong action. Once again, not nearly enough Lin Beifong in this season for me. She was one of my favorite aspects of season one. 
Uh, I love Lin Bei Fong, and and it's it's great that we get to see a little moment with her in the president of Republic City. Uh, this entire episode is just completely epic. I mean, we have Vatu basically in the water right now, just kind of destroying everything. Of course, what's up with Varric, right? Varric's been in prison this whole time. Uh, <laughs> a very nice prison, but he's freed. And he has some kind of a device that allows him to fly out of the prison, which means we will see Varric in season three. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what they were setting up with that. Uh, but, you know, Varric, I, I had my opinions on Varric throughout the season, but he clearly was not a 100% bad guy. You know, and I can appreciate that. And in the end, he kind of ended up helping him out. Now, here's a moment to where, okay, obviously there's going to be one more solution, right? One more solution. It's not completely over. Tenzin tells Korra there may still be a way. Now, you know, that's something that you just have to kind of expect on with TV shows and movies and stuff like that. You know, there's always going to be that final thing that you can do. But when I was very curious to find out what that final thing was going to be. Um, so Tenzin's basically telling Korra, you know, Rava is not who you are. You know, it's more so about uh, your spirit that is, you know, what's important. We find out that this tree that Vatu is being imprisoned in the whole time is actually the tree of time. So she's going to go into this tree, meditate, get um, all of her memories back, and she's going to somehow, you know, do this inner search to uh to find out exactly what what's going on here i'm sorry this is probably a little weird for people who are actually listening to the podcast <laughs> as opposed to listen to watching the video but you know check them both out they'll be they'll be out there because at this point it's kind of silent right so it's kind of weird for a podcast but hopefully i have the the audio from the show up so hopefully you can hear that and it'll fill in any dead air in my my very unprofessionalism with this Tin is basically explaining the core now that before Juan fused with Rava he was a regular person and he still he still had the spirit you know to become the first avatar it took much more than just Rava to to make him he wasn't defined by Rava it was it was him it was, he was the one um which is a little bit funny considering in, in the airbender how much emphasis they put on the spirit aspect of things when when Aang would, you know, go into the avatar state. And we find out now that he may have been just as powerful even without that in some in some ways. But and of course, she's doubting herself and she decides, you know. There's still one last thing I can do here to try to attempt to make this work. So she goes to meditate inside the tree, much like Aang in his in his previous years where he would shield himself. And some of my favorite moments was when he would bring the earth to cover him, himself up while he would meditate. Um, And there's the moment where we kind of realize, hey, Rava's not going for good because she says 
one cannot exist without the other, right? So light cannot destroy dark, dark cannot destroy light. So there's still some Rava there. We get this beautiful sequence with Korra meditating to where she's in the outer space scenery and the big version of her. Remember that happened with Aang too, which I thought was very cool how they drew back to that moment, which made it feel like less of a um, scapegoat for this episode was because he himself did something like that also right now at this point we get the giant Korra spirit uh which is it's just great to watch on a big screen tv let me tell you something if you don't have a big screen you're missing out <laughs> and i can say that now because a week ago i had a 32 inch okay and now i have a 50 uh i've been working hard and then we get a flying spirit now, this is a little, obviously there's commercials here, but I have a DVR, so I'm going to fast forward it. But while I'm doing that, uh, I'm going to take a moment here for the podcast listeners. You guys are going to get an advertisement. Please listen to it because uh, I can really use all of the help I can get. And so can the other podcasts on the network. We do this all for free. So please help us out if you can. OK, I'll be right back in just a minute. Looking to expand your Avatar The Last Airbender collection? Or how about picking up book one of Legend of Korra on Blu-ray? There are plenty of DVDs, apparel, merchandise, and basically anything else you can dream of over at Amazon. Go to awesomepods.com and click on the Amazon link when you shop on Amazon. Okay guys, welcome back to Republic City Report, Legend of Korra podcast. Uh, here we have a moment to where Korra is now the giant spirit version of herself and she has just arrived in Republic City, which basically means it's about to go down, to quote Kevin Hart. Um, I love these little moments with, with Iki and, and, and Milo. Uh, and, <laughs> they're all just kind of watching the battle. Uh, and then we have these, once again, the animation probably couldn't be any more any more beautiful in this episode i mean this final battle between them and the water is fantastic look at the you know they're just standing there shooting these huge beams of light out of their bodies it's great and i and i think it's cool that even amongst this all of this even with unalak fusing with vatu he could still only water bend i thought that that was great because i i mean in addition to all of his vatu powers i mean he couldn't he can't earth bend or air bend or anything. He can still only water bend. And I think that that's great uh, because they would have easily created a plot hole there if all of a sudden, just because he fused with Vatu, that he could bend the other elements. So if you notice closely, he only ever bends water. Korra's got him up against the wall here. She's at this moment to where she's basically searching for Rava. He's telling her that Rava has been destroyed. Of course, we know that this is not the case, right? Let's out this huge blast at Korra. She's weak here. Now we're going back to the spirit world. Of course, we've got our we've got the rest of Team Avatar doing their thing in the spirit world. Uh, a bunch of dark spirits are attacking. I love this moment where they all line up and use their bending. 
There's a shot there to where they show the four of them. It's not a coincidence. If you notice, it's water, air, fire, and earth. You know, and it's it's not a coincidence that it's the four of them in that moment doing that. Okay, we have a moment here to where Vatu is basically, you know, conjuring the the spirit thingy. I don't I don't really know what to call it. The spirit thing to where he's he's basically trying to destroy Korra. And uh, so a nice little sequence here. We're going back and forth between the spirit world. Lots of you know it's 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 everything an epic final battle should be. You know, showing showing Team Avatar, Spirit World, Real World. And then, of course, of course, the twins show up. Desna and Eska show up once again. Listen to previous episodes. To, I predicted this a long time ago, as most of you probably did. <laughs> and we get a nice, a nice, exciting, you know, very, very bold moment there from from Bolin saying, let's uh, let's save the world or let's face the end of the world together. And of course, in the nick of time, here comes Janor, right? Carrying the light. Lots of symbolism here. Okay, light in the dark. Find the light. I'll guide you. There, there are these are things that the show has basically been building up to this entire season. And at the times when they first showed it, it may have not made much sense. But now you can see what this kind of stuff was leading to. You were wondering what Janora's significance was, or at least I was, and now we know. This tie to the spirit world that she had allowed her to provide the light to show Korra where Rava was. This is such an amazing sequence. Just listen to the music. Uh, it's just such a beautiful, such a beautiful moment. She frees Rava. You know, kudos. I, I never talked much about the music of this series, but this is some of the most beautiful music. I actually have season one, the soundtrack of it, um, which I'm sure you've heard on every other episode of Republic City Report. It plays in the background. Uh, so I may actually get season twos as well. And then if I do a season three of this podcast, then I'll play the music from season two underneath. But final moments here, we get this very cool moment where Core basically destroys Vatu slash Unalak. And uh, he fades away kind of peacefully, really, and beautifully. Now, at this point, they have to fuse again before harmonic convergence ends so at this point you know we can kind of catch our breath we realize hey the avatar isn't completely done there's still more we can do of course team avatar is still battling spirits in the spirit world poor poor boomy poor boomy just can't really do much <laughs> but sit back and watch but uh all right, Korra's back in the spirit world now. It's time for a little fusing action. Wow, beautiful. 
telefon. My only regret, my main regret, I think, of this this season and the series so far is that I still feel as if I don't know Korra very well. Um, I hope in season three, and I'm going to talk more about this in a minute, but I really hope in season three we just get to spend a lot more time with Korra. Because um, right now she's just, you know, she's kind of brash and I want to see some different sides to her, you know. Even if it's just an episode of her going out on a date with someone or something like we need to see a little bit different from her from now on. Look at Janora. And she stands very proud there in the middle of the tree. The latest avatar, the hero, Korra. Waiting to rejoin, arriving in a beautiful, stunning display of this twirling spirit ride surfing thing. <sighs> they rejoin. Once again, my apologies to the podcast listeners who may just be getting moments of silence in between. But like I said, it's all it's all for a good reason. Uh, beautiful shot of the earth there. You know, it's just I can't I can't say enough how amazing this show is visually. And a lot of people were saying that their favorite episodes were the episodes with Juan in terms of animation. But I mean, ah, the rest of it is pretty fantastic, too. And ladies and gentlemen, we have our avatar back. And this is a point for a commercial here. So uh, podcast listeners, you're going to get one more advertisement here. Once again, check it out. I would not be advertising anything that I felt like you guys wouldn't find some good use in. Uh, And plus, it will help us out. Uh, Awesomepods.com if you want to find more about the other podcasts on the network. So just go ahead and and check out this ad and hopefully you'll actually uh, check it out. The Legend of Korra tells tales of epic adventure, magic, fantasy, philosophy, and most of all, fun. Find stories like these and much, much more at Audible.com. For listeners of Republic City Report, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial that gives you the opportunity to check out their service. Just go to audibletrial.com awesomepods or visit us at awesomepods.com and click on the free trial link at the top of the page. Okay, welcome back to Republic City Report, a Legend of Core podcast. We're back from break here. Um, of course, we get our final celebratory moment that we uh, have been waiting for. And, <laughs> you know, it, I, I, there were a lot of questions amongst this series of how, in my opinion, how they want to wrap everything up before in such a short time. But I feel like they did and they did it well. And of course, we get a moment here with Cora um, apologizing to Desna and Eska for not being able to save Unalak. But of course, they don't care, which is a little weird 
It's a little weird. I mean, they've been pretty apathetic this entire time, but if they didn't care, why were they so gung-ho on following Unalak this entire time? And this is so this is so funny and interesting how Bolin is actually in love with Eska. Uh, and then she's like, oh, sorry, can't. I was caught up in the moment. I mean, it's just <laughs> it's kind of heartbreaking a little bit when you think about it. But there's still going to be a season three. And, and, and one thing here to take note of this scene is that they mention what are we going to tell mother? You know, in regard to Unalak's destruction, right? What are we going to tell mother? Is that the first time they've actually mentioned that on the show? That their mother is alive? Now, I don't think it's a coincidence that they mentioned that. That means that's going to lead to something in season three. You know, maybe she'll come back for vengeance or something. is asking here whether or not she's reconnected to the past lives at this point Korra is under the impression that her, her connection to the past avatars has been severed however you know there's no actual proof of that at this moment you know I mean I don't think they'll ever really do that uh, and here is probably the biggest thing to take away from this season of spirits is that in this moment Korra has decided to leave the spirit portals open. I mean, this kind of turns everything on its head in a lot of different ways, because, of course, the Avatar is the bridge between the human world and the spirit world. But now she's saying there's no need for a bridge. We should all just be together. Now, whether or not that ends up being the right decision, I guess we'll find out during the next season. But that is that is huge because that is going to cause some changes in the next season, which I believe is the name of that season changes. Uh, we finally get our little closure moment here between Mako and Korra. You know, there's been a lot of stuff going on with their topsy-turvy relationship. But the short version of it is that it ends. They decide that it's not going to work, but they still love each other. You know, look for that to spark up a little bit more once again in the next season. Although I do think it would be pretty cool if they just introduce a brand new love interest for Korra, you know, in general. We never really got enough moments between the two of them to really feel bad about them separating. I don't I don't feel too badly about it because it's almost like both Asami and Mako, I think, belong together. I mean, we've gotten we've gotten more moments between the two of them, right? We haven't gotten many moments between Korra and Mako that are memorable or anything. So, you know, maybe she'll meet someone new in season three, and that'll change things up a little bit. I think I think that I think that would be cool. And of course, we get a little moment there. And right on cue, Bolin comes in with some comic relief. <laughs> um, I, I've talked about this on previous episodes, but I still don't understand the whole point of the Neptuck thing. It's, it really served no purpose. If someone else has another suggestion, a solution or idea about that that I missed, please send me an email at republiccityreport at gmail.com or leave me a comment below. Um, and we get our standard typical um, speech here from the Avatar 
Ton Rock has been deemed the new chief of the Southern Water Tribe. Or is it the Northern? The Northern. Um, and there it is. There's our official announcement to everyone that the portals will be open. The spirits can come whenever they feel like it. The humans can go whenever they feel like it. Now, that I'm sure that's not going to be as easy as it sounds, right? That's It's going to be a situation, you know, because it, it stands to reason that there will still be some dark spirits around. So look for that to turn into something. Um, but, and we get this very beautiful shot at the end of the spirits in the sky now with that being said look for some interesting things to involve spirits next season now you know though I, I I don't I hope it doesn't I hope it doesn't focus on spirits as much as this season which it obviously shouldn't um, but look look for that to, to definitely lead somewhere so that is the conclusion of the legend of Korra season two uh, now at this point I'm gonna go ahead and read an email that I got from Thomas because he has a couple questions and theories, etc. Thomas, um, where are you from here? Thomas is from Sacramento, California. Thomas, thank you so much once again for sending me an email. Uh, also, I noticed that you liked the Facebook page. Um, you also liked my other Facebook page too, which I appreciate. Once again, Facebook.com, Republic City Report, as well as Facebook.com slash, uh, you know, Tim Bridgewater 2. Now, a lot of people on my channel already know that. Uh, but if you go to Tim Bridgewater 2, there's going to be a lot of stuff there. Okay. That is the best way to keep up with me and everything that I have going on, which is kind of a lot right now. So if you like geek stuff, you like short films, you like podcasts, you like uh, music covers, then I do it all. So, first of all, if you haven't done this yet, subscribe to this channel, Tim Dog 326 also go over to facebook.com slash timbridgewater to give that page a like that's the best way to keep up with me and everything that's going on so once again thomas thank you so much for your email i'm going to read it now at this point okay number one is it me or does letting the spirits free onto a more modern world seem like a foolish idea no one is really spiritual in their world now sorry i'm kind of reading badly no one is really spiritual in their world now seems like we get more angry dark spirits and happy ones now that's something that i just mentioned uh of course you know letting the spirits out is not going to be this completely uh trouble free thing you know rest assured that there will be some darkness that comes out of there as well the fact that they didn't address that i'm, I'm not sure but um I mean, and what also, what does that mean? Does that mean General Iroh, Uncle Iroh is going to be back to freely roam the earth now, uh, which is cool because it'd be nice to have him around and just have his advice. But what does that mean for the, the fog of lost souls? You know, will those spirits be released also? I mean, would they have their, I mean, I, I get it. They're lost in the fog, but do you see how this can kind of lead to problems i mean we've got commander zhao in there still, still looking for the avatar if he gets out what's going to happen so the point here is uh to answer your question thomas yes it's not well no it's not just you i do think that it can lead to some actual issues because uh, not all the spirits are going to be good and peaceful and everything like that so it's going to be a very interesting world that we'll return to in season three question number two uh, will mystical animals like lion, turtles, and dragons return as well? 
Um, well, that that I'm not sure about because I don't I don't I don't know if it was ever really established that uh, I'm sorry, my hair is really heavy. That's why I keep holding it up. Um, I don't think it was ever really established that the lion turtles and the dragons were now in the spirit world. I mean, as far as we know, lion turtles still exist, uh, right? Because I don't think they've ever said that they that anything happened to them. I mean, you know, the last time we really saw one was, you know, not counting the one, not counting the one episodes was whenever Aang, you know, had his, his, his moment with one in the very last episode, I think of, uh, last airbender or the second to last episode. So they should still be around technically. Um, so I don't, I don't think that they'll be released or anything. Cause I don't think they're in the spirit world. Now, as for dragons, did they ever say what happened to dragons? I'm not sure. Um, dragons may be extinct. Uh, I know that there, there was, there was an episode. I remember when Aang was training with Zuko, um, to learn firebending, they were talking about the dragons and they went to the dragon temple and everything. And my memory's a little bad on that, but somewhere in there, they may have mentioned, uh, dragons being extinct now and yes dragon spirits do exist because we have seen dragon spirits um, so I, I would say yes to that to lion turtles I would say I don't know maybe and to dragons I would say yes why not um, and how cool would that be I mean <laughs> you know anyone who, who watches my other videos on my channel has seen my Dragon Ball Z tattoo on my arm you know that I love dragons so you can never you can never go wrong with dragons uh, so Thomas thank you so much for emailing me once again everyone I just want to thank you guys for listening every week uh, to Republic City Report. Uh, for anyone who's just stumbled upon this for the first time, you can find Republic City Report on iTunes. Um, I talk about every other episode of the series in those episodes. And actually, the very first episode, I, I talk about Last Airbender for a while. You know, the very first episode of the podcast is me talking about Avatar The Last Airbender and my thoughts on Legend of Korra Season 1. So and then and then episode two starts with see with episode one of Korra season two. I'm sorry, it's a little confusing, but good thing there's a pause and rewind button there, right? So I want to thank you guys for sticking with me. At this point, my my plan is to come back with season three of uh, the show and and do another uh, and do the podcast. I just don't want to promise that right now. Uh, I have to see what how many listeners and I have to make sure people are listening and people are watching and tuning in and everything like that. And because this does take time and thought to do and, you know, I got to make sure that it's well, that it's worth it, to be honest with you. So the plan right now is to return, but we'll see what happens in the meantime. If you love this show and you want to see it come back, the best thing you can do is a like those pages, subscribe. But most importantly, in terms of this podcast, go to iTunes and leave me a review, a positive review there. I know I have listeners because I've talked to you guys. You email me. Uh, take take a minute out of your day. It only takes about a minute and a half. Leave me a review. That will go a long way in helping me make the show better for you. I could probably even do more videos, but I just need those reviews. I need to know that you're there and that you're listening. I need that feedback. So thanks again for all of that. Uh, we have all sorts of podcasts over at awesomepods.com. That's awesome, P-O-D-S 
Facebook.com. Uh, I actually host another podcast called Geekly Dose, where we talk about geek stuff. And I mean, what more do you want? Movies, comic books, video games, etc. Um, that that show that that one hasn't been updated in a while, but there's like 30 or so episodes over there for you to check out. There's also 80s Revisited. Take a blast of the past uh, with 80s Revisited. They talk about 80s movies, um, that whole era, the beauty surrounding that time. Make sure you check that out. There's also a trivia podcast. There's also Duo Attack if you're a HeroClix fan. Uh, those guys talk about HeroClix in detail. Uh, I believe there is also an Awesome Pods YouTube page now. So just ch- just look up Awesome Pods. You can go to Awesome Podcast Network on Facebook, facebook.com slash awesomepods, and you'll see links there to YouTube videos for that. There's plenty of stuff out there. It's all free for you. So go to awesomepods.com. Try to support us if you can. We'd appreciate it very much. As for TimDog326 on YouTube, my alter ego, <laughs> I've got plenty of videos here. Subscribe, all sorts of reviews, action figure fan films. I've got some new stuff, new videos I've just made. I just did a cover video of me playing drums and singing a Paramore Still Into You song, which I love. Uh, there's also a video of me explaining how to make a Green Ranger costume. You can check that out. And most importantly, there's an X-Men music video. That's right. You heard me right. An X-Men music video. I played Bishop in it. Uh, we're very proud of that. Please check that out and share that if you if you like that. Um, thank you guys so much for all the support that you've given me so far. I appreciate it. Please like everything that I've asked you to like. That would help me out so greatly. Thank you so much. So until season three of Legend of Korra, hopefully, till then, for Republic City Report, I'm Tim Bridgewater Bender, and I'll see you. I'm going to pretend like that didn't happen. I'll see you guys next time. Facebook.com slash awesome pods and follow us on Twitter at awesome pods.